You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the kickoff of the Valley Podcast covering your Arizona Cardinals. My name is Gunner. That is Tyler Vasquez. We'll be chatting about the Cardinals' loss to the Chargers today, 24 to 25 at State Farm Stadium. Uh, but before we jump into that, Tyler, how was Thanksgiving, dude? Uh, much better than today. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Uh, I mean, you were, uh, uh, how do you typically celebrate Thanksgiving in your house? Just kind of everybody together how, how does that yeah we typically go to my cousin's house he's kind of the honorary uh host he puts on uh kind of the show for thanksgiving so mm-hmm. uh what's been nice is somehow we've gotten a free turkey every the last couple of years either from my job or my wife's and so that's kind of been our contribution is like oh hey here's the bird and so uh that kind of got us out of having to do anything other than hey take this and prepare it have fun yeah how do you cook it? And we smoked it in the Traeger the second year in a row. We've done it. it it's so good, dude. You just got to get up early, you know, obviously on uh, Thanksgiving to get it into the uh, smoker for the six, seven, eight hours, depending how big the turkey is. Yeah, I literally just show up. I mean, I, oh, I don't, don't even, It's okay, but if no. you get the bird, you just hand it off and somebody else cooks it? Yeah, yeah. Cousin comes over, he picks it up after work, and he <laughs> takes it home, and then he, he does whatever needs to be done. Wow. I mean, crazy. I, I, I do nothing. And yeah. it was my, and I'm going to throw out the, the birthday card there as well. It was also my birthday on Thanksgiving. So I, I didn't really oh. have to do anything. They, they brought birthday, me a cake dude. and everything else. I didn't know it was your birthday. I would have texted you. I, I haven't been on Facebook all weekend. So normally I, uh, it's Facebook that tells me whose birthday it is, you know. I dislike my birthday because it, the, once every seven years or so, it falls on Thanksgiving and uh, it's completely oh, just, yeah. uh, you know. It's just, it's, it's the only thing I think worse than having your birthday on Thanksgiving would be having your birthday on Christmas yeah. because, you know, it's just irrelevant at that point, you know, yeah. <laughs> everyone's yeah. celebrating other things. So yeah. yeah, this is the, this is the one year I really hate my birthday because it falls so close. Actually yeah. this year, the, the next couple of years, it kind of sucks because it's really close. I like when it's, you know, a week out or yeah. five days out or so, because at least then people, uh, we, we could kind of do something a little bit special, but right now everyone has their family in town and everything like that. So. Yeah. It makes it tough when it's this close. Pretty low key, no drama. Nah, no, nah, we yeah. didn't do anything. It was it was low key. As Mary J said, no, no more drama. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. I wish I had a cool story to share, but yeah, it's pretty low key with us too. Better better than the drama that is the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, it was rough today. <laughs> it looked good. I mean, it looked it looked great. You know, leading into it, I think I got a text from my uh, co-host Cheyenne like going into the fourth quarter. She says, it looks like your uh, your boys are gonna pull it out. It's like yeah oh I, what was the exact response i don't even have my phone on me but i said uh, yeah we'll see as long as they don't crap the bed and that's exactly what happened at the end of the game so, so funny you say that uh long time season ticket holder uh eric who sits right behind me at the games right mm-hmm. and uh 
he had at this game, he had his wife, his dad usually comes with him. So his dad was there and him and then his wife and then his daughter brought the whole family out to the game, was able to kind of finesse them into our section. And um, <clears throat> he says after the Cardinals uh, score and there are now up seven and boy, there's like two minutes left or something like that. He's like, all right, we're heading out of here. I'm like, what are you what are you leaving for? I might get this win. And he goes, because the only thing that can happen from here on out is heartbreak. So right now we have the good feeling and we're going to leave and we'll beat traffic. And that's the positive right now. But if we stay, it could be a whole lot of heartbreak that I've seen before. And uh, so I looked to my brother and said, are we leaving? And he goes, "Uh," and I go, well, let's walk up. So we walk up to the top of the concourse and uh, the drive starts or the Cardinals are, or I think they're punting at this point or whatever. Yeah. They're, they're punting. And, yeah, the that was the first, punt. To... first punt of the game came in the fourth quarter, so they were punting. Yeah, and so the okay. Chargers are about to get the ball, and I said, well, let's go because I want to get back to the podcast, whatever. He says, are we really going to leave? I go, listen, Eric said the only thing that can happen from here is heartbreak. And he goes, I guess that's a good point. And so we get in the car, and, and my brother pulls it up on his phone. So we're watching the last few minutes on our phone, and as the game plays out, it's like, yep, yeah, he was right. Definitely uh, wow, man. probably the way to go. Yeah, and you said that you they you finessed his family into your section. I, it looked like there was a lot of open seats. I mean, was that the case? I noticed that. I was actually going to take a picture of the upper bowl. I mean, the thing is, when the stadium's rocking and when the team is, you know, and there's hope, every seat looks pretty full, even yeah. the upper bowl. And when I looked around today in, like, the beginning of the, I don't know, it was maybe mid-third quarter, I looked around and I was like, man, that upper bowl looks thin right now. And you typically see that when the team, when people have kind of given up on the team, that's yeah. when you start to see this because people just don't go. They, they end up eating the tickets or they give them away to someone else who doesn't care. Then they don't show up. And yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's yeah. been tough to get into this season. You know, I mean, there, there was a stat they put up on the TV that the Cardinals were one at five at home, which is the second worst in the NFL. Yeah, you these know, last so. couple of home games are going to be bad. Yeah. I mean, you got the Patriots next on Monday Night Football. I, I think that's going to be a rough game. I, I, Monday night on a work night for people to go downtown for a meaningless game. Ugh. Here's the one thing with the loss today. When the Cardinals were winning early on, I'm like, oh, man, here we go. The Cardinals can't even lose right. Like, it's just typical Cardinals. Like, they'll win a game or two here in the stretch to give them a worse draft pick. And, you know, I guess that's a good sign. Team doesn't quit, but it, it's, I mean, yeah. as a fan, it's like, can we go get a player like a, a just a lights out, you know, star player? Can we draft someone in the offseason here that will make a difference, be a key contributor versus Damn. like drafting in the teens and getting like a, oh, might be a star player. Like, yeah. Or takes a couple of years to develop. I mean, I would love to go get one of those. I would love to have like a top three, top two pick, and you get like a guy that's ready to go right away. Yeah. That'd be nice. Um, but, I mean, it was good to see Hollywood Brown back and, uh, and Hopkins side by side. I guess we can uh, chat about the game now, right? I mean, the, the first part of the game, first quarter, they got the uh, they got a TD in the first quarter, which is uh, uh, slim pickings this season, you know, with those TDs in the first quarter. But they, they started looking good right off the bat, man. No, they did. Uh, I want to start a little further. There was a report that came out this morning, and I think you're going to like to dig into this a little bit, Gunner. Yeah. Uh, Ian Rappaport, bright and early. I think I woke up at 7 or 8 a.m. and I saw this first thing on my phone. 
reported that uh, Cliff and Kyler spent the last two weeks talking through everything and planning on how things will look uh, going forward, and they called it a blessing in disguise. When I mean, all, the, all the issues have been a blessing in disguise for those two? No, 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 that, that they've had the last two weeks to kind of like with Kyler not playing oh. and kind of getting to talk and gotcha. sit down like uh, that. That's been the blessing in disguise was just allowing them some time and let, letting Kyler maybe watch the offense. I, I'm assuming this is what it was alluding to is like get to see Kyler watch the offense with somebody else and and how it can work. And um, and, and to go right in what you were just saying about how they, they started, I mean, yeah. definitely look like a better offense. Now, I think it also makes a difference when you now have. DeAndre Hopkins and Hollywood Brown both out there at the same time. Now you have two stud number one wide receivers that that the other team's got to try to cover, which becomes a little bit difficult. You saw that move for the first touchdown that DeAndre Hopkins made, that spin move and, and run to the end zone. Um, they they this offense, uh, I saw someone tweet it out. They were like, "Man, look how good Kyler and and the three headed monster looks." when everybody's healthy and it's like, yeah. And that's with the crappy O-line. I mean, they've got Gunner. They've got guys that are probably as good as me. If I threw some pads on out there playing, I'm sorry. I feel bad for saying that, but it's just, Oh, I mean, you got, you got guys that probably should not be playing right now. And mm-hmm. and they are, and you're still moving the ball, which look good. I, I mean, you look better as an offense in the first half than you have all season. I mean, so you just what, did. What are the injuries on the offensive line? I mean, I probably should know this, but I mean, if if they're all out with injuries, I think I read today it was the eighth combination of offensive lines. So, you, you, I mean, Kelvin Beecham, um, your right tackle is the only guy that is a starter. Everybody right. else is is backups. So, um, they just they just put DJ Humphreys on IR. So, you know, your your main cog on your offensive line at left yeah. tackle, he's done he probably won't come back. I mean, he they're talking four weeks. I mean, there's no sense in rushing him back at this point. Doubt Rodney Hudson comes back. Doubt Justin, you know, Justin Pugh's probably done. I think they've already ruled him out for the year. And then um Will Hernandez is your other one. So I, I mean, you, so you just you can't win like that. No, and so going into this bye week, there's no way of getting healthy after the bye week. Most of most of the no. offensive line are out for the season. No, you're going to play with this patchwork offensive line the rest Gosh, of the year. Dude. So yeah, Hollywood Brown's going to be another week healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know DeAndre Hopkins was dealing with a hamstring issue, so he's going to be a little bit healthier. Uh, Kyler Murray with his little nick up injury. I, I mean, so yeah, are you going to get healthier? Sure, but you're not going to get key players back for that offense that you need and and it just is what it is i always say like every team battles major injuries like every team will have at least one huge ir uh mm-hmm. where they you lose a key player right like like let's look at the chargers pretend it was well i mean they've had theirs it was uh keenan allen right keenan allen missed like mm-hmm. 10 games this year because of a hamstring issue so it's it's can you overcome your biggest injury and the Cardinals, unfortunately, have just had so many. It's not just been one. It's been it's been a lot. And I hate to make that like this built-in excuse to like justify Cliff Stain or or uh, Kime or any of these guys keeping their jobs because I know a lot of the fan base are like they're over it. They want to see change, and and I get that. But I, when you just gave all these people their extensions and they have this many injuries, I think it's really really makes it a hard hard case like to justify, you know, ripping up contracts and things like that. When you, when you've 
it's one thing if it was one or two guys, but they've just had so many injuries that it's it's brutal. The one thing I will say is in the second half when the Cardinals um they went like three straight three and outs on the on the, the fourth quarter and mm-hmm. it was just ugly. And it's like you had the opportunity to seal the deal. And, and that's where I do look at like a cliff and get frustrated again. Yeah. When you look at him as like, dude, here's your opportunity. Shut everybody up. Like call a, a a game-winning drive here or how about in the first half when what was it fourth and one on like your own I don't know if it was your own 25 or 30 it was like right in front of me right uh, your own 25 or 30 yard line and instead of just again getting under center and running a QB sneak which we'll never do or running James Connor up the middle or anything like that we throw like a deep pass yeah, yeah, we, yeah and, it was a pass to Hopkins I, I wrote that down too I'm like fourth and yeah. inches in a shotgun and they're yeah. passing it to Hopkins. I, Connor's been running through them all game. That whole first half, he was he was he was running through them. I don't know why you don't. It's almost like it, uh, a Marshawn Lynch situation with beast mode. You know, I mean, you, when you got a runner that does so well on the ground, and it, it, it looked like they were doing really well with the run game today, to to be in the shotgun on fourth and inches and pass it just made no sense to me at all. I yeah no it, it the play calling was suspect there and so yeah. that's where it's like again Cliff what are we doing at that point I wish they would have put now now they they got lucky uh, I think the guy picked it off and so it was ultimately like a punt at that point so you know get saved by the vendor I mean if anything the defender should have just swatted the thing yeah. down and and they would have they would have got it in their own uh, uh, in their own like red zone or within you know thirty yards of yeah. scoring but. <laughs> 